Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. We're on location, Martha, where are we? We're in Lubbock, Texas. We're at the international headquarters of Beaten Bow Homes. <laughs> we just turned you international. <laughs> Amen. No, well, come on, you Kingdom at Work stuff is international. So international headquarters of Beaten Bow Homes, Alcove Farms, Cornerstone, and you're going to hear about Kingdom at Work today. You're going to hear about the Kingdom Business Workshop in just a few minutes. All right, we're talking about Kingdom at Work. Now, this is a ministry that has been spawned by Rick Beatenbow, Casey Brewer, Holly Beatenbow, as they realize that what they're doing here in their business, they want to multiply in other places. And so they've got this ministry called Kingdom at Work, and they held a Kingdom Business Workshop in October, which we talked about in September as we were prepping for it, and we're doing the follow-up. Now, we brought in, you know, it's nice to get a guy's perspective, but really, we know that women are way more intuitive than men, and they also see things completely different than men, right, Rick? Amen. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we also know behind every great man of God, there's always an incredible woman of God, and that's Holly Beatonbow. That's a fact. Thank now, you. Holly, I've, we, you know, I've, I've been watching you today, just, just so you know, I've been watching you. And, and Martha and I, as we trailed in behind you as we walked through the doors today, you know, I understand, we understand better. It's so great to come on site and see stuff, but I understand what you guys are doing here because I saw how the employees responded to you as you greeted them this morning. So many, and it was Waffle Wednesday, and everybody loves to get food. And by the way, the food was great. The bacon was off the charts. Delicious. I love the bacon. You greeted people with such love and acceptance and hugs. Everybody from all over the organization that you are the light of sunshine that just, I mean, you are like Jesus right here in this workplace. That was incredible to see. That was so much fun to see. So encouraging. Thank you for that. It's easy to do. They are amazing people. They're all so talented. And, you know, the Lord created each one of them and he created them in his image. And so when we understand that and we see them that way as the treasures that they are, it just brings fullness to life for everyone. Holly, we wanted the woman's perspective on the Kingdom Business Workshop because it is one thing to hear from a guy's perspective. We love to compartmentalize things, and we, we think things are great, but very we have a hard time interconnecting everything. What did you see happening at the Kingdom of Business Workshop? Oh, it was um, like family. Uh, we, you know, Christ is at the center, and so instantly there's a connection between all of us because he's in the middle of all of it. And so it was like family. It felt like family. We had connected with a lot of these businesses individually, one-on-one in the past. And so then everybody came together and it was like a family reunion. It felt like that. Mm. And then some of the businesses were new to the whole uh, structure of it. But we just all come together around him and we have that commonality and we have that common language and that common spirit. And so we recognize one another because of him. What was your biggest takeaway as you saw that room of people from 19 states and seven countries for three days right here in your own event center, which is fantastic? What was your biggest takeaway as a, as a woman seeing, seeing this? Because you you've walked this whole route with Rick. I mean, you guys have lived this together, which I am sure if we had enough time, maybe we can get some more of that dirt over dinner again tonight. 
Um, <laughs> but is you've seen it. So you've seen the Lord take Rick's heart and soften it and, and, and make it so that you could display what he displayed today. And your heart together to instill this into other business owners and leaders across the country. What did you? How did you see the Spirit moving in that room? Oh, I just was so overwhelmed at how God had been stirring the same thing in every single heart. And then he brought us all together. Only he could have brought people from seven countries and 14 states Mm -hmm. or how many ever there were together in this one place. Only he could have done that. And I just, uh, it's confirmation of the message that we've been hearing from him to see that he's been stirring the same thing in hearts of his people. That that inspired me and just blessed me. And it it helped me feel like we were in the center Mm. of his will for us in this moment. And what a beautiful place to be. So talk about the element of prayer as it related to the workshop. Okay. Tony Dell, actually, someone that we all Tony know. Tony Dell from Sierra Health. Yes. On the radio with us tomorrow. Tomorrow in Austin, Texas, as yes. we take our work for him on the road again. He had a wonderful suggestion. He actually gave it to Casey Brewer, who passed it to me. And that was praying over every single participant before they got here and receiving a word from the Lord for them. This is something new to our team. It's new to our team. Mm-hmm. We had not ever done this before, but we want to grow. We want to learn. There's so much of the Lord. What what the Lord's been saying to us is you can have as much of me as you want, mm-hmm. as much as you're willing to mine out of me. So um, we just sat down as a team. We there's a, there's a group of intercessors in this city, seven ladies who have been getting together every Friday morning for 13 years and praying. And they have welcomed me graciously into that group. And they came and trained our team on how to do this. Years ago, the city of Lubbock held a dinner for all of the police officers in the mm-hmm. city. And they did that for them. They prayed over each police officer by name and received a specific word and a scripture from the Lord for them, a word of encouragement. And so they came and told us how they did that, how they arrived at that. And so our team of 10 set out to, um, to attempt this. For the first time. And it was such a learning, stretching, growing experience for each one of us. But as we got alone with the Lord, you know, he's constantly talking to us. If we would just listen. If we'll just stop and listen and be still. So as we got still, we were able to receive that word for each one of them. So as the participants arrived, um, we had an envelope with their name on it with a specific word for them at their table. And that was one of the very first things that happened during our time together. And what kind of response did you get from that? It was all over the charts. It Mm -hmm. was amazing. There was one girl who said, um, I didn't want to open that because I didn't want that to dictate the rest of my experience Mm -hmm. here. So she waited till the very end, but she could not believe how precisely on target that word was for her. She shared this with me right before she went back to Michigan and she was just in tears and she had the word. She had me read it. She said her husband's word that he had received was equally as meaningful and they're going to frame them Mm. and put them in their home because it's uh, a watermark for them. Like the prayer thing that Holly's talking about. That's something that came from somewhere else. The Lord sent Tony Mm -hmm. with that message and Holly told one story, but there were a hundred of them. Her and her team prayed for the people before and wrote a word for every person, but also were available and prayed for everybody while we were in the workshop and were available for people to go ask for prayer. And as they learned that they were back there and available, that traffic increased. And by the third day, there were a bunch of people that went back there to pray and be prayed for. And so I think... You know, that we can't, any of us do any of this 
without the Lord. The actual environment, the atmosphere changes when there's prayer and when there's worship. And that's what we felt. That's the other huge takeaway from the whole thing was you literally could just feel the presence of the Lord. Mm. And everyone just got to kind of sit at a business that. conference. Yeah. Amen. I was yeah. going to just say that, you know, you, you don't, so many times you go to a business conference and you probably have a lot, a checklist of things that I know we're going to do and this is what we're going to cover and I'm going to be inspired and I'm going to be a better leader and I'm going to do this. Um, adding just the element of prayer into it and knowing that, um, the focus is there and not so much on the task. First of all, you know, you think, well, what's going to be productive about that? But it's the most productive thing because the Holy Spirit's involved. But Rick, I got to tell you, okay, so we got to go to your town hall this morning for your cornerstone group and you guys were sharing some pretty tough stuff and you got emotional in front of your employees. Most business people, business people would say, that's just not acceptable to, to get emotional in front of your people. Yet you got transparent and authentic with your people that's a powerful statement when a leader can say, hey, I'm still hurting about this, but I just want to make sure I shared that. Did anybody ever tell you, Rick, you shouldn't show emotion? Well, yeah, everybody told me that, right? <laughs> um, but it is, a, it is a beautiful thing to be authentic, and it's a beautiful thing to see authenticity. It, it moves us to see that. Um, and I don't have a choice. I really love these people, and I really love what we do. And so sometimes I think I wish I wouldn't get emotional, but... The Lord shows up, and the Spirit overcomes me, and so I don't have a choice. And Holly, he has not always that. gotten emotional. In fact, when he first, the Holy Spirit really first got a hold of him, that's when the emotions started to come, and he hated it every single time. He would say, "Oh, I just hate that. It makes me look so weak. It makes you know, are people going to respect my authority? Are they going to expect my respect my leadership because I get emotional?" And I would tell him, "You cannot fake the depth of that." That is authentic. That is real. And that reaches people in a place, and it gives them permission to be real. The single thing that has kept this marriage together for 28 years, building this company and all of that, is our independent relationship with the Lord, our commitment to have quiet time with Him. In the mornings, we get up early. He sits in a chair in one room. I sit in a chair in the other room. We can see each other, but we don't talk, and we're spending time individually with the Lord. And I cannot tell you how many times... During that time, the Lord will speak to me about, you really haven't submitted to Rick in this area. You really have not asked him as the authority you know, in this marriage. You haven't done that. And so one specific example was our daughter's wedding budget. He convicted me of that this morning. And so I texted Rick later today and said, baby, what budget do we have for the wedding? And that was the question I needed to ask instead of, you know, I just needed to let him be the authority that he is and work underneath that. But I also can tell you a very specific time, just a few days ago, after Rick spent time, is it okay if I share this? Yeah. (laughs) After Rick spent time with the Lord, he came in to the area where I was at and he was weeping. And he said, the Lord just revealed to me that I have cared about you most of all, but I haven't cared for you the most. And I want to do a better job caring for you. And I'm telling you, if that had been a message that I had tried to give him, it probably wouldn't have gone so well. You know, same thing. If that had been a message about the wedding budget that he had tried to give me, it might not have gone so well. But when we're both tapped in to the Lord, it's like a triangle. He's at the center. And as we move closer to him, we get closer together. 
And that's what I've seen happen in our marriage over and over again. When we get out of alignment, it's because we're out of alignment with the Lord. We're talking about multiplying the teaching, the training, the discipleship, the kingdom principles, living out the kingdom in the workplaces around the country. How can people replicate what you guys are doing, what you guys did at the Kingdom Business Workshop? How can people replicate it? Well, in different cultures, even different states, that clearly might look a lot different than what it did here. This kind of carried the DNA of our company and Rick and Holly and Ron, the board's leadership, from many years back up until today. But based on what the relationships we already have and some of the movement that's already happening, the Lord is just raising up people all over the world. There is a hunger being birthed. There, there is a thirst for God's kingdom from business people wanting, wanting to really engage in kingdom leadership principles, kingdom leadership culture all over the world. So what the desire that we have is to partner with people of influence and people with authority in different parts of the world who already have networks of people and connections that are poised and, and, and they're ready to be supported and strengthened with wisdom and advice and just coaching and mentorship. Kingdom at Work is a movement. It's, this is not even entity. This is not a 501c3. This is just an outflow of Cornerstone in our company. It's a movement, and we, we don't want to own it. This is not ours. It's about the kingdom. That's why it's not Cornerstone at work or Beaten Boat at work. It's God's kingdom at work. And Lord, He's already brought people to us from different states and even different countries, as we've mentioned. Uh, we are working with some folks over in the eastern part of Europe right now about establishing uh, a kingdom business workshop in the spring in one of their countries because he has raised up people who are already connected, who are already networked together with other business leaders. There's already a spirit of unity and excellence and generosity that's evident in these people's lives. And they were here for our workshop, and they are poised and ready and excited to, to, to begin tilling that ground and raising up leaders in their country for the kingdom. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iworkforhim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at iworkforhim.com or follow us on social media at iworkforhim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iWorkForHim and online, iWorkForHim.com.